Hey there, it's Matt Williams. I'm the Drone Mentor and welcome to episode number 14 of the Drone Mentor podcast. Hi there and welcome to episode number 14 of the Drone Mentor podcast. I cannot believe we're already at episode number 14. What a roller coaster of a journey it's been so far, an incredible journey so far. Thank you to all of you who have joined us, joined the community, given us feedback as we're going. Um, it's great to hear that positive and negative feedback. It's the only way we can make this better. It's the only way we can serve you and that we can help all of us within the community to learn, build and grow together. You know, it's the first time I've ever done this really properly. So, um, you know, it's a learning journey for me too, right? But what I'm trying to do is bring you as much information, as much help and as much guidance as possible. And I say thank you to all of you who are engaging. If you do want to get in touch, you can go to thedromentor.com, um, click on the contact us page, drop me a message. It's always great to hear from you, as I say, negative um, or positive, um, hopefully well, mostly positive, which is great. Um, and to know whether we're helping you or to know whether there's things that you would like to know or we can areas we should concentrate on and, and things that you would like to know from us you know um i'm doing this for you not for me so please get in touch and let me know the other way to get in touch hello at the drop me an email when you get a chance to um it's amazing by the way and thank you to all of you who have been in touch to say that it's helping you that you've gone through and implemented some of the things that we've talked about and it's having a genuine positive impact on your life that's what this is all about and that's what gives me the energy and the drive and the momentum which again if you've been listening to the Monday Motivation podcast that's what you will know it's all about and that works for me too so yeah I'm glad it's helping and um, if you are new to the community by the way then welcome it's great to have you here um, go over to thedromentor.com if this is where you're starting off with us download one of our free books one of our free resources that we've got over there that are there to help you learn build and grow um, um, also consider joining the Facebook group, joining the community. We've got a free Facebook group, hundreds of people in there. Um, well, hundreds of people joining a week now, which is absolutely incredible. Some in amazing conversations in there, um, some really helpful um, guidance in there as well, not just from me, but from people within the community, big people within the community as well, I would say, from around the world who are in there. And, you know, people asking questions, which is incredible. It's a safe space to be able to do that. And then people answering and giving constructive, honest positive, generally feedback um, that can then be acted upon. You know, we're not one of these drone groups where people just complain and moan and get at each other. That isn't what this is about. It's about building this community of like-minded people who have a central passion around aviation and uncrewed flying, this unmanned aviation around drones and around business and about bettering ourselves and all learning together and being on this amazing, incredible crazy journey together. This week then we're going to, what I'm going to do um, is a little bit different I think to what I've done in the previous main podcast episodes. I'm taking two questions, two interesting questions from within the community that we've seen over the last week um, and I'm going to try and put a bit of flesh on the bones because I think it's, it's useful for people in the general community as well, uh, not just inside our Facebook group. And I'm going to put kind of my take on it um, and I've dropped some of this into the Facebook group as well. And lots of other people have had their say, which is great. Um, but I'm going to kind of give you my tidbits on it and what I think. And these are questions that we get asked all the time and have been asked all the time, you know, since 2013, when we started teaching people a long time ago now. And they keep coming up. It's recurring themes. So let's tackle them now. Let's get them out there into the kind of public sphere out in the open so we can all... Um, learn together, as I've said, from that. Um, then what I'm going to do, I'm going to finish up 
today's podcast with some fairly strong words for you to reflect on if things maybe aren't working out quite as you'd hoped or if you're thinking that the drone industry isn't for you if there's nothing in it for you um as i've always said i'm open brutally honest um my integrity is the thing that i hold dearest to me so i'm going to come at you all right and and a lot of people probably aren't going to like it but it's um it's going to be interesting i think and and hopefully very thought-provoking so more on that at the end on to the first question then getting people how do you get people to reply to your emails that you send out your cold emails potentially or more than likely what you're going to be sending out how do you get them to respond to your emails um, and respond to your comments on social media now there's a whole course in this right and and actually we do have a course for this um which at the time of dropping this podcast i'm finalizing but if you're listening to this in a week's time after this podcast has gone live or further into the future then this course will be available on the dromento.com website where we talk through all of the different elements associated with this it's not a simple question to answer there's lots of things that you need to think about and as with most of things on this business journey and that's what this is it's not a um, it's not just coming in and being a drone pilot and going flying even for people who find that that is a niche that they've managed to carve for themselves. You know, I did that for a living for a very long time. I was a professional drone pilot, a commercial drone pilot. I flew around the world, got flown around the world to fly around the world. And that's what people saw, right? But what they didn't see is that there's a whole process, a whole bunch of processes actually, and a whole lifetime now of learning about myself, and about business, about building, about growing. That's why I say it's all about, you know, the whole learn, build and grow mantra that I push out through all of the content that I create. It's generally what it's about. And there are a lot of things that we need to think about when we're talking about wanting to get people to respond to our emails. First of all, I think it's really important to understand your target market. Okay, if you haven't set out a very defined target market, then how are you going to use the appropriate language? How are you going to use the type of lexicon that your target market, that your ideal client is going to resonate with? Okay, only once we've decided our target market and we know that we have a solution for our ideal client inside our target market, only once we've created a solution or a package for them, can we then write to them in a way that is going to resonate with them, that's going to make them think, oh, okay, actually, this guy, this girl gets it, and I get them, and I can see how they're going to add value to me. And once you've convinced them that you can add value to them, if you can save them money, if you can save them time, if you can reduce the risk, if you can prove to them in that email that you can deliver value to them, then you're on the first step to getting them to respond, okay? But if you just reach out to them cold and you don't deliver any value, you're, you know, you're like, I'm a drone pilot, this is me, I can come and fly a drone and take some photos for you or get you some video, that isn't a solution. That isn't offering them any value. Sure, they might want someone to come and get some aerial shots for them, but it might be more than that. They might actually need someone to come and get, in the future, some marketing videos for them, to, to create some marketing videos. Well, why not? If that's the kind of target market that you're going for, why not approach them with a package which is that? I'm going, I, this is what I do. I specialize in getting aerial shots as well. That's the niche that I, that's the, the USP that I have that I can bring to doing marketing videos or sales videos or 
you know, business training videos for your staff. You've got to deliver them some value and a solution. And on that value piece, one of the other things, and I see this all the time, right? And, and if you've been on LinkedIn, you'll have been fallen victim to this probably every day, right? It happens to me a couple of times a day where I add someone on LinkedIn and within five minutes of me adding them, I get a message. I get a LinkedIn mail if they're a premium LinkedIn user. It's like, hey, Matt, how are you? Hope you're having a great day. Yeah, I am, thanks. I was until you messaged me. Um, just... Um, just quickly, I specialize in recruitment for accountants and we've got some amazing accounts. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. Like, I just added you on LinkedIn because you contacted me and said, hey, really interested. It'd be great to connect. We might have some mutual value. And then you boom, you've gone in for the sell. You haven't given me any value. You know, um, I want to see what what makes you different. How do you stand out from the crowd? Are your fees different to other um, recruitment agencies? You know, uh, does it cost me less to get people through you? Do you give me better people than other recruitment agencies? Do you have some process that you put people through that means that the candidates that you're going to put in front of me are going to save my time because I'm only going to have to look at two of them and compare them and they are already A players? Give me some value before you try and sell to me. And I think that's one of the big things that we miss out on, um, particularly because, because well, I think we miss out on because the drone industry is so embryonic, because it's so young. We try potentially, I think, from what I've seen and the example emails that people have sent to me over the year that over the years that they're sending out that aren't getting responses. I'm not, I'm not surprised you're not getting a response because when you reach out cold to someone and say, hey, my name's Matt. I do drone stuff and for a thousand pounds, I'll come and fly a drone for you. That isn't going to get someone to come to you. Deliver them some value. And just um, off the top of my head, and I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, we've got someone inside the community and this is resonating with me so well right now. It's just come to the front, forefront of my mind right now as I'm talking, as I'm spitballing on this, because this is how valuable the asset is that this person has created. This is how different it is. They've actually gone taking the time, made the kind of put the effort in to make this. My God, if they if this person isn't selling like hotcakes their their service, I don't know who's going to. We've got someone in the community who in the last couple of weeks has created a YouTube video. Well they've created a video, they've put it on YouTube. It might be on Vimeo actually. Vimeo, far more professional. Um, and it showcases not what they can do, but it's a, a three or four minute video about how they can help certain people inside the construction industry who might be looking to employ drones and how they can help them. That is awesome. That is the kind of thing that when you email someone, you need to have to have a link inside the email that you send them. Hey, this is me. I can. I know that you are a manager of a construction site or whatever it may be. Um, I've created this video for you that will help you understand how you can implement drones safely and the things and there's a checklist there as well for you to download that shows you the things you need to check if a drone pilot's going to come and operate on site if i can be of any further help or if there's any interest you want to chat through the uh, the checklist please give me a shout um, and what i'll do i'll follow it up with a, a phone call tomorrow um, just to see to make sure you got the email and, and to see if you've got any other questions that is adding genuine value to that person and that is going to make you stand out do not sell to people in an email when you when you're cold, doing cold outreach in this industry it just doesn't work okay um the next thing is 
to consider when someone then goes, oh, okay, yeah, that per this person's added a bit of value. I'm going to click this link to find out more. So it's like, oh, find out more or book a, you know, book a cal book an appointment with me. Here's a link to my calendar. I do that at the bottom of a lot of my emails, by the way. Um, and you'd be surprised how many people do then go and poke around and, and do book a quick 15 minute call into your calendar. So it's another thing to consider. Okay. Uh, make it easy for people to get in touch with you and to connect with you. But the big one is then, what is it that when that person clicks on find to find out more about you, to look at your website, to check it out, what is there online about you for them to, to see? Have you got a good about us page? Have you got a show reel? Have you got more value? Have you got things that they can download? Have you got some lead generation, some lead magnets on your website? When they come to your website, they're like, oh, oh, that's really cool. I'm going to download that as well. Boom. They're in your ecosystem then. Then your email has actually done what I would say was the original intent of your email, which wasn't necessarily to get them to call you or to engage with you directly. It was to make them aware of you and the solution you can provide and the value you can give them. They then come into your ecosystem. Once they're in your ecosystem, then they can get to know, like, and trust you. Maybe they'll get in touch at some point. Maybe you can get in touch at some point. And I would very much suggest that when someone's had an email from you, you follow up, okay? And that's another thing that I think that we miss out on. But what can these people find out about you online? Okay. Um, make sure that that process is in place. Make sure that those assets are in place. Make sure that when someone comes to look at you and there's an about you about us, maybe there's a video on the page that explains the services you provide. You need to have those kind of things in place because if some, I guarantee right now, if someone clicks on your email and then they click on, you know, on your website, because let's face it, that's what you tend to do, right? If someone out of the blue probably gets in touch with you, you either delete the email, you mark it as spam, or you read the email and you go, oh, I'll have a little click on the website, click. And if you go to a website that is awful and looks like it's been made by a five-year-old and doesn't have any information about you, doesn't have a contact us page, doesn't have a bunch of logos of people that you've worked with. And I'm not saying you'll have these things at first, right? But it's up to you to go out and get them to build this. And that's what I would be doing before you're doing cold outreach to people for sure. And when they come, what impression are you going to give them? All right. When you walk into a, back in the days when we used to, right? When you walk into a high street shop, can you imagine that? Walking into a shop nowadays. Um, but you walk into a high street store. If you walk into a, you know, a privately owned boutique and there's, say, there's stuff all over the floor. It's really messy. It hasn't been dusted in ages. They don't say hello when you walk in. There's no music playing. It's deadly silent. And, you know, the products, they're all sun faded because they've been in the window for two years. No one's bothered to change that window dressing up or anything like that. What impression does that leave you? Are you going to go and spend money with that company? No. What about when you go into, you go into the Porsche garage, all right, or you go into the VW garage or wherever it may be, and you walk in and you're greeted at the door. If there's anything we can do, please, you know, ask if someone comes running out with an umbrella when you're looking around the cars outside and it's pouring down with rain, you know, and it, oh, would you like a free coffee while you wait for someone to chat to? Do you like a free cup of tea? Like a free can of Coke? Do you like some biscuits? You know, the those where where are you most likely to to kind of spend your money? Where are you most likely to follow up with and engage and employ or spend yeah, spend your money with? Buy a car from. It's exactly the same for us guys. Okay. We need to make sure that our shop front, that the way we're selling to people digitally online. Is absolutely nailed down and that it looks great. And it might not do 
but we've got to work on it and keep working on it, okay? To make sure that it does look great when someone eventually clicks on our email. Then I think we need to think about the follow-up. So that's the, you know, within 24 hours for me, if we, you know, when our companies do cold outreach, as we used to in the past, um, we don't tend to now, we use the inbound marketing, something called an inbound marketing technique for people to come to us. We don't tend to do cold outreach. But if we do again, and when we did, we have a follow-up. We follow up within 24 hours with a phone call just to make sure that the email landed, you know, to make sure that they know that it wasn't a spammy email um, and it makes us stand out from everybody else. Okay, because who who nowadays when they send you an email then gets in touch with you? All right. Who sends you? Who does that? No one. So if you do it, you're going to stand out. Also, potentially, by the way, consider a face to face, especially nowadays, once we're, you know, now we're able to hopefully wherever you are and hopefully, you know, it continues this way where we're able to see each other again. Can you can you get back around to doing that? Wow. Um scary, right? But once you've emailed someone, why not, if you can, particularly if it's local, drop in and say hi. Send them something in the in the mail, in the physical mail. Again, who gets proper mail nowadays, right? Um, send them something in the mail the next day that follows up, okay? Just think about these extra things you can do. Go that extra mile. If this is you trying to generate leads and generate clients, go above and beyond because people nowadays don't go above and beyond. They don't do what I hopefully am doing for you guys in the community where I'm always answering questions. I'm always trying to bring you value in the podcasts that I do and the blogs that I write and the videos that I do and the courses that I'm making. Everything, the eBooks I've made that I give away for free, the calculators that we've created. We're trying to give away value. And, and, and that now is, I think, magnified. The impact of that is magnified massively because people don't do it. So think how you can do it. How can you provide value, go above and beyond, meet face to face or send in the mail, send something bulky in the mail, by the way, works as well. Um, story that I had, the marketing company that one of our uh, businesses uses now that we spend thousands and thousands of thousands of pounds with a month, um, actually sent me a packet of chocolate bars through the mail in a jiffy bag with a pen and a uh, calendar for the following year and things like that um you know and just said hope you enjoyed the boost um because they were the, the the chocolate bar was called a boost bar right um and it was from their boss and it was like hey matt um hope you enjoy the boost um we all need one sometimes so i've sent you a bunch to get you through the week um if you ever need any marketing advice or help or guidance please check out the podcast check out our videos come to one of our free seminars or give the team a shout and you know what I actually called them straight away. I was like, this is incredible. So how can you do the same? What can we do for people? All right. Um, one of the, and I think this is important, right? I'm going to kind of put everything into context here. My community, you in the community are generally very engaged, very heavily engaged. All right. But, and I don't do cold out, outreach. All right. So um, it, from an email perspective in particular, the only time I email people is if they've joined a list or if they've joined our newsletter list or something like that, okay? Um, or if you're in a, an email sequence, but it's always because you've opted in. So you've come to me. I've given you hopefully enough value for you to exchange your details with me, okay? There's been a, a, an exchange of details for value. That then allows me to email you. And to put this into context, 
And don't expect much return from emails, by the way, because for my heavily engaged audience, the people who've said, I want you to email me every week, please, my stats at the time of doing this podcast, <clears throat> I checked them out just before, 57% of my community opens the emails and only 15% of my community of thousands of people who are engaged click on links inside those emails. Only 57% of people open. And I say only because I think a lot of people get disappointed when it's like, oh, I sent out 10 emails today and not one of them got a response. Well, yeah, because if you were getting a 10% open rate, you'd expect one reply, right? My 57% open rate is massive when it comes to email opens. Massive. That is a very, very, very heavily engaged community. It's still a bit disappointing that 43% of you aren't opening your emails. All right. That means if I if I make a piece of content or if I drop a free course or if I drop a free ebook for you to download and I send that email out to, say, 10,000 people. OK, there's going to be 4,300 people who don't even bother to open the email. So open your emails. Right. No. Um, th so, you know, it's wasted. I need to send that email out maybe three, four, five times over the space of a year to make sure that everyone on my list at some point has opened it. So please don't be disappointed if you're sending out 10 emails and not getting any responses. All right. Or you're not getting any clicks or you're not getting any replies. That's when you need to be thinking, right, OK, this is just this is just me getting in front of them. This is a touch point whereby these people are going to become aware of me. They're going to come and maybe look at my um, my ecosystem. They're going to look at me and what I can provide and the solutions I can deliver. And then they're going to disappear. That's why you need to follow up. All right. That's why you need to go in and see them. That's why you need to send them something in the mail so that it's like, oh, that's that guy that sent me the email a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I might go back and read that email. I might go back and open it. It's not because they're being rude. It's just because it's so cold. It's so out of the blue and it, and it wasn't for them at the time. All right. So hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that answers that question or certainly provokes some thought. And that's what this is all about. OK, provoking that thought and making you kind of process it all out um, and realize that you're not doing anything wrong. All right. Nothing we try in marketing is wrong. It's all a learning process. It's all learning about how we can do things differently or the approach, how we can change our approach and make it more effective next time. The second question that we're going to tackle today then, um, just quickly this time, is pivoting within a business. Should you consider pivoting within a business if you've come into it as a drone pilot and you've said, right, I'm going to do um, agricultural surveys, I'm going to do 3D mapping, I'm going to um, do thermal inspections, I'm going to do photography of, you know, top-down photography of car shows, whatever it might be, all right? But all of a sudden, you're starting to get interest from other people and people are saying, well, I've seen that you do this. Could you do a marketing video for me, for my business? Could you, I've seen, I've seen you on the internet. I really like the way you edit stuff. Um, and I've, I, you know, we met each other over coffee after you sent me that email and came in to see me the following day. Um, and then we had a coffee and, and a chat about it. I really liked you. I know this isn't what you do necessarily, but next week we're hosting a seminar with a hundred people and we've got a couple of guest speakers coming. Could you come and video it for us and do a 10 minute edit? Or could you come and video it for us and edit it down into the two hour long video so that we can send the replay to the people who attended? All right. And I say that because we've actually had this happen to us in the past. 
And rather than saying, oh, no, um, I'm j oh, sorry, mate, I'm just a drone pilot. What you need to say is, yeah, absolutely. It's not something that we've done before. Be honest about that, I would suggest. It's not something we've done before, but we can certainly try and come up with a package for you. Um, let me go away and think about it and I'll drop you something back by the by close of play today. All right, I'll give you a cost ins and what, and what we can do. Then it's your job to go away, work out if and how you can do it. And if you can't do it, by the way, call around a bunch of people. There's more on this coming shortly in the podcast to close the podcast out if I can remember everything that I want to talk about. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, call around those people drag in the experience. You might have to pay people to do it at this point, but you cost that in, right? Because you've gone and you've used the costing calculator that I provided a couple of podcasts ago, um, and you can cost all of that out. So if someone says, yeah, I can come and film that for you. I'll bring my two cameras along. It'd be £450 for the day. No problem at all. Right. Okay. So I go into the calculator. I add that in. I have my margins in. I have my cost in. I add in the cost that I want to have. And I go to the client, this potential client and say, right. Yeah, no problem at all. We, we can do it. I've got someone who's going to come in and do it with me, who's, you know, and we're going to have full audio. We're going to have a couple of lights set up and all this sort of stuff. You have two cameras there, two camera operators there, and we'll do the full day and the edit. It's going to be £900 plus VAT. Yeah, no problem at all. Boom, you've got the job. Because it's not just about the drone. I've always said this. I will continue to say it. I'll say it again and again and again until I'm sick of saying it, until you're sick of hearing me say it. It's about the full package and offering a full solution, selling a full solution to your client. Don't be just a drone pilot. Okay. Feel free to pivot. Yeah, sure. Drone flying might be the thing you want to do. It might be the thing that you are the best at, like I was. But we found that we were getting so much ground-based filming, uh, or so many ground-based filming requests that we actually set up a second company where we specialised in 3D, uh, 360 videos and in going out and doing amazing marketing videos for people. Okay, so we pivoted even within our business. What I would suggest is that you keep them separate. Okay, um, personally, even if it's just in name, you know, just a brand, so it's different. So we had aerial motion pictures, which did our flying side of things, and because that was what we delivered to our clients. And we had um, a company called, or we set up a trader name called Cineflow, which was our um, ground-based filming um, company. We, actually, we offered aerials as well within it because we could, and that was the thing that we specialised in. But we became very, very good at creating things for people. And the way we did it, was by creating a full package, by dragging other expertise in when we didn't have that, hiring people in, getting them to white label for us and say that, you know, they were our staff members effectively. They'd wear our branded clothing. Um, they were briefed on that. That's something that happens in the media industry all over. And then we made an irresistible offer that the client couldn't put a simple price on. And this is also a really important concept because that stops the client comparing what you deliver with someone else. It stops them shopping around on you and getting people kind of, you know, using just price as the baseline if you want. OK, um, that's really important. So come up with the package, you know, use that, use the um, the production calculator, which, as I said, you can go and get a copy of by listening to the podcast that I did on pricing a couple of um, episodes ago. Um, download the calculator, come up with a package price, list out for the client exactly what you're going to do for them, and uh, and you're good to go. What I would suggest is, personally, and this is what um, 
I've done and I suggest all of my kind of students go and do is to get a ground-based video camera and a tripod as well. All right, go and grab those, grab some basic sound equipment, just the DJI mics or whatever it might be, um, and look at doing things like property tours as an add-in um, to what you do at the moment and build a package. All right, if it's property tours that you want to do, do the offer the property tour to realtors, to real estate agents, and say that you'll add the drone in for free. Create that package price so that they can't just go and compare your drone flying for them capturing drone video with other people's, add the editing in, add the colour grading in, all that kind of thing. Okay, Maybe look at shooting wedding videos for people and add the drone in as a bonus for going with you. All right. Maybe you want to be creating business marketing videos for people's Facebook or their Instagram reels. Again, create a package to for them, I guess, consult on what they want, you know, meet them over a coffee for an hour. So there's a, blo a block of time that you can charge for, um, storyboard it out and get that approved by them, a block of time you can charge for, shoot all of the clips, a block of time you can charge for, edit it all up um, and then send it to them so that they can pun pump it out into the wild themselves. You know, we've seen people do that and your neat your kind of specialty then is that you can get the opening the establishing shot from the drone and not everyone can do it all right so come up with that package price it might be 799 pounds for four mini instagram videos of 30 seconds that they can put out over a month whatever it may be you need to think about these packages yourself but definitely pivoting one of the other things um that i'll mention that we've seen people in the community doing recently um is creating packages for companies who sell things like aircraft. All right, we, we've seen someone, and I talked about it on a previous podcast episode again because it was so effective. I was like, what? That is how you do it, guys. Um, someone was using a mixture of ground-based and aerial shots from the drone to create amazing sales videos for um, a, an aircraft company that was selling helicopters. And there were these amazing shots of like, the helicopter starting up and, you know, the drone flying around it in an orbit while it was uh, in the hover and all this sort of stuff. Obviously, it has to be done safely, has to be um, kind of coordinated and organised properly to be done right. But, you know, amazing applications where you're not just a drone pilot, you're selling someone a package, giving them a solution to a problem that they have. So I hope that helps and it makes sense to those people who've been asking those questions. All right. Now then, finally, we're going to move on to dealing with those of you who may be struggling or wondering why you're not as busy in the drone industry as you hoped you'd be. Uh, we get this quite often, okay? Um, and not necessarily in our community, because that isn't, I don't think, the type of people we get in our community. But I think it's fair to say we see this all over the internet. We see this all over all of the drone groups. And it's something that really frustrates me um, and should really frustrate you as well. Because, and I get that this is controversial and it might raise a few eyebrows, but as I've always promised, I'm going to be brutally honest with you all. And if I don't challenge you, then I'm not doing my job as your mentor and your coach right now. Okay, so here goes. The big question I ask, and I implore you to ask yourself right now, if you're struggling to generate business, if you're struggling to get engagement or create leads in this industry, is this. In just three months, so that's only 12 weeks, we can achieve a lot. 
So for the last three months, can you show me the following things? Can you show me 10 emails that you've sent each day to people highlighting the value that you can deliver to the people that you want to work for? Can you show me the list of the 10 phone calls you've made each day following up on those emails that you've sent the day before? Can you show me the details of the five businesses a week that you physically visit, visited and left a business card or brochure for, showing them how your solution could help them? Can you show me the five videos that you've created each week from passion projects, highlighting your skills and what you could offer to people? Can you give me the details of one lunch meeting a week with other drone operators who live locally to you, discussing how you can help each other and team up to be able to offer more together than you could by competing? In three months, that's just 12 weeks. That breaks down to a total of 900 emails sent, 900 phone calls made, 60 businesses visited, 60 videos in your portfolio and on your YouTube channel, and 12 lunches with other drone pilots. Out of everyone I speak to who's struggling or quitting, not one of them has done this. Not one of them has been fully committed, doubled down and put this level of graft in. The graft that's truly required to make it happen for yourself to be successful and to thrive in this industry. Now, if you did just one tenth of the work that I've just outlined, you'd be making thousands every week. None of the actions I've outlined are hard, but it does require hard work to implement and carry out. So show me every single video you've made in the last three months. And if there aren't at least 25 videos in your portfolio, then you know why you're not moving forwards. With that, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Drone Mentor Podcast. And until next time, I'm Matt Williams. Fly safe blue skies.